of Worship, your source for commentary and discussion on worship, theology, and culture. I'm your host, Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Hello and welcome to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Thank you for joining me today as we are continuing through the Songs of Ascent, Psalm 120 through Psalm 134, 15 Songs of Ascent that are designed and were used for liturgical purposes, especially among the people of Israel. And in Jewish tradition, these uh, songs and these psalms are still utilized today, not just for Jewish people, though, but many of this, uh, these texts have been set uh, for Christian uses as well. And so uh, we are today in Psalm 127, which is one of the few that is attributed to a specific author, that is Solomon. And so uh, you see some... Um, some hints of that within the psalm. Uh, this is a wise prayer. It is a prayer of wisdom, and it's really it can be divided into two parts. Uh, the first stanza, it, it, it's five sta- uh, five verses total. The first stanza would be considered verses one and two, and it expresses the belief that human effort is useless apart from God, parallel, uh, paralleling the message of Ecclesiastes, which Solomon wrote. Um, and that, that, that includes building a house, defending a city, earning a living. Many of these things Solomon would have been familiar with. It's kind of interesting that human nature is sometimes we have to learn the hard way. <laughs> Solomon co- collected everything. He, he gained everything, power, wisdom, riches, and realized that apart from God, really this stuff is useless. It's rubbish. And that's true of our own lives. And how often do we have to go through the motions and hit rock bottom before we realize that God is all we need and he's the only one that satisfies. And we're taught that lesson. And then what's amazing is so often we eventually return back to our old ways. (laughs) You'd think we'd learn, but that's human nature. If we could just realize without learning the hard way that God is all that satisfies. And so... This is a prayer this is a prayer of wisdom that all of this stuff is useless apart from Christ. The second stanza would be considered verses 3 through 5 and it focuses on another meaning of building and that is that of raising children. Children are a gift from God. I do not have kids myself. Uh, if you don't have kids there is nothing wrong with that. What the point here is that Children are a blessing from God. And that is not to say that you have to like kids. You have to like all kids. (laughs) That's not the point. There are those that would say, if you don't like kids, that that's unchristian of you. And that's, no, that's that's not the case. Um, But for those that have kids and those that will have kids, uh, being a parent is a blessing from God. A father could be supported during his old age by uh, strong and young sons during biblical times. And so children were a fulfillment of the promise to Abraham that the chosen people would become a great and a numerous nation, as we see in Genesis 12. 
But the ultimate focus of the Abrahamic promise of many descendants is on Jesus Christ. And we, as God's people, the church, have been grafted in to that promise. And so in the present day, this psalm expresses the joy of Christian parents as they reflect on God's gift of children and his promise to them. In Acts 2.39, it says, For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. So let me read for you these five verses penned by Solomon and get into my very short commentary on this psalm. Unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. It is vain that you rise up early and go to late, go late to rest, eating the bread of anxious toil, for he gives to his beloved sleep. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. Or some translations might say, they shall not be put to shame when they speak with their enemies in the gate, making it a collective promise. So, obviously, this first part, as I mentioned, talks about building the house. The primary reference is to the actual building of a residence. But, this is a song of a sense that was written by Solomon, and so it's natural to think specifically of the temple. And also, in the light of the second half of the psalm, the house refers to the family as well as to a physical structure. And it says in verse 1, unless the Lord watches over the city, the watchman stays awake in vain. So a city is not secured by its defenses, but by the protection of the Lord. And the psalm here would remind pilgrims traveling to Jerusalem that Jerusalem was not a place of magical protection and security, but that all depended on the Lord. Verse 3, behold, children are a heritage. Literally, when it says the fruit of the womb, a reward, literally the fruit of the womb. That is uh, what it means. And the idea is like the fruit of a tree. When you plant something and it grows and it produces, the harvest is a blessing. It's a reward. Children, the fruit of the womb are a reward. And the psalm concentrates on sons who had the power to provide for their father in his old age, but the second part of this verse includes all children, male and female alike. And then in verse 5, he shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. This is formal uh, court language. Court proceedings were held in the vicinity of the city gates. A place where people might be put to shame. And this is saying that you will not be put to shame. Those who have a quiver of children. And again, this is not saying that you must have children. But those who do, 
They are a blessing from the Lord. And so this is a prayer, a psalm that praises God and reminds us that God ultimately satisfies. That no matter what we build, no matter what we do for work, it is all in vain without the Lord. Apart from Christ, it is meaningless. And so here is Psalm 127 set to music. Thank you for listening today to the Act of Worship podcast. This is Dr. Jonathan Michael Jones. Yeah.